Star Wars 7x7 episode 918. It's a season premiere night again, so to speak. It's the start of season 3B of Star Wars Rebels, as Dave Filoni refers to it. And every season of Star Wars Rebels has featured a significant death or deaths at the end of it so far. So I conducted a poll as to who people thought would die at the end of this season of Rebels. And I'm here with the results for you now. Punch it, Chewie. Hey, I'm Anthony Bresnikan, covering the Star Wars Galaxy for Entertainment Weekly, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voyod. And I'm participating in a couple of podcasting groups. One is called Star Wars Podcasts and Podcasters, and the other is called the Star Wars Podcast Alliance. And those two Facebook groups have close to 5,000 people participating in them between them. I guess there's probably some overlap in the group, so, you know, maybe not quite 5,000. And certainly if you actually add the raw numbers, it's more like 47, 4,800. All right, we're rounding, basically, is what I'm trying to tell you. So anyway, last week I posted a poll in both of those groups saying there's usually a fairly significant death at the end of a season of Rebels, since Filoni has labeled this the Empire Strikes Back season of Rebels, and also kudos to Tim McMahon of Less Than 12 Parsecs, because I saw him say that before Filoni's remark about that came out in Star Wars Insider magazine. Um, Because it's the Empire Strikes Back season, so to speak, who do you think will die at the end of this season? And I specified not what character you want to see die, but who... Everybody thought that the Rebels' creative team would kill off. Now, I will grant you that nobody dies at the end of The Empire Strikes Back, right? You know, Han is alive and in perfect hibernation, as Lando reports. But the gist of labeling it as an Empire Strikes Back season means that some significantly bad things are going to happen for the good guys. That we are going to get a darkest before the dawn kind of moment in this season. So the poll I put out there gave people ten possibilities to choose from. And multiple options were enabled, so that way if people wanted to vote for more than one character as possibly being killed off by the Rebels creative team, they could. There were, of course, two people I excluded from the poll. That would be Harris and Dula and Chopper. I know Chopper's not a person, but you get what I mean, a character, if you will. And that's, of course, because Chopper appears in Rogue One and Hera is paged in Rogue One, so we know that they both have survived the events of the Star Wars Rebels TV series. But the fates of Ezra and Kanan and Sabine and Zeb are not yet known, so those were four of the poll options, along with Maul, Callus, Sato, Rex, Thrawn, and Bendu. And after a few days, the results became very clear and weighted very heavily, with three favorites taking up 86% of the entirety of the vote. So let's talk about the non-Ghost Crew people first. So far, everybody seems to think that Bendu will survive the events of Rebel Season 3. Personally, I would agree with that. I think it makes a lot of sense for Bendu to survive. He's survived for thousands of years. He doesn't look like somebody who's easily killed. And he hasn't really been that much involved in the season so far. I think he still has a lot to teach and share with us. Meanwhile, people also think that Grand Admiral Thrawn will survive the season of Rebels. And I think I would agree with that, too. I think they've made too much of an investment in saying Thrawn is back, Thrawn is back, to then just suddenly discard him the way that they've done not one, not two, not three, but four different Inquisitors they've managed to kill off. 
And while those Inquisitors have been very difficult foes for our rebel crew, they are nothing compared to Grand Admiral Thrawn, and I'm pretty sure he is going to survive to antagonize the rebels in Season 4. Voters also believe Captain Rex will survive the events of Season 3. And one voter, in fact, brought up something that I hadn't yet heard of, but is pretty cool. There was an interview with Dave Filoni after the end of Season 2 of Rebels, and in his headcanon, which probably counts a lot more than the rest of our headcanons, there is a Pathfinder in Return of the Jedi, one of the rebel commandos that helps Han Solo and Princess Leia and Luke bust into the bunker on Endor, who has a bushy white beard and mustache, and in Dave Filoni's headcanon, that is, in fact, Captain Rex. And he survives not only the events of Rebels, but all the way through into the A New Hope chronology and makes it through Return of the Jedi or makes it to Return of the Jedi, at least. I looked on Wikipedia and can't see any information that suggests whether that character survived the Battle of Endor. Either way, that was a pretty neat thing to be pointed to, and I will link to it at the blog post for the show's episode at sw7x7.com, so you can check that out. Now, the other person that voters thought would survive the events of Season 3 is Commander June Sato for The Rebellion, and I'm not sure I agree with this one, personally. It seems like if the Rebels creative team is looking for a good guy that they can sacrifice as part of this, then he is the most likely candidate. Thrawn has certainly paid attention to who he is and made the connection with his family with the Mart Matten episode of Star Wars Rebels. And I've said before that one of the things I expect to happen in Season 3 of Rebels is that the Rebellion, the nascent alliance, is going to be scattered to the four winds, and I think the death of Commander Sato will be part of that scattering. Now, let's talk about the two non-Ghost crew members who fans think will not survive the events of Season 3. The first one we're going to talk about is Agent Callus, who came in second place overall in the voting. He is, of course, the secret rebel agent Fulcrum, or at least this season's Fulcrum, one of many Fulcrums running around out there. And Grand Admiral Thrawn is aware that there is a rebel spy within his ranks. He stated as much in the Season 3 mid-season trailer. And as much as you might be happy about Callus for finally deciding to get with the program and join the, the Rebel Alliance and be a spy and do the right thing, you know, Star Wars hasn't necessarily been kind to traitors, as it were. You know, see Bodhi Rook, for example, in Rogue One. So, yeah, I'm not too positive about Callus's ability to survive this, especially when you consider the fact that, you know, I don't want to knock Callus or anything like that. But he's nowhere near as smart and conniving as Grand Admiral Thrawn is. I don't see a way that Callus can figure out how to put one over on Thrawn for this one or deflect and possibly get somebody else to take the blame or be the fall guy for this whole fulcrum thing. I don't see it happening. I think Callus is going to get discovered and summarily executed. And then there is the top vote-getter in this whole shebang of who will not survive Season 3 of Rebels, and that is Maul. Yes, indeed. I did say in the vote thing, like, please don't put down who you want to see die, but who you really think the Rebels team will kill off. Certainly, they have not shown this creative team any particular desire to kill Maul off. In fact, I still don't even know how the heck he's alive as it is. Uh, there was a funny joke about somebody wanting to vote more than once for Maul, and somebody replied saying, yeah, your first vote would be for the bottom half, and your second vote would be for the top half of him. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It really does. 
But when you step aside, you know, from all of that and look at the bigger picture of the fact that Maul is tracking down Obi-Wan Kenobi, we see that they are going to confront each other in this season. Considering where the confrontation is happening, it's happening on Tatooine, and considering why Obi-Wan Kenobi is there... Well, I mean, we know Obi-Wan's going to survive. Like, that's not a question. It's a question of whether Maul's going to survive. And considering the importance of what Obi-Wan Kenobi is doing on Tatooine, I don't see how Obi-Wan can let Maul live once Maul has found him. From Obi-Wan's way of thinking, if Maul gets away, then he could tell anyone and everyone that there's a Jedi hanging out on Tatooine, which A, is bad news for Kenobi, and B, would put Luke Skywalker at risk. So, yeah, I don't see Maul getting out of this one. And I would love to hear your thoughts about it, too. So, again, there are two of the six non-Ghost crew members in this poll who voters thought will not survive the season. Callus and Maul being the ones that they think won't survive, and... June Sato, Rex, Thrawn, and Bendu being the survivors. I'm not agreeing with Sato, but either way, I would love to hear your thoughts on the matter, so please do chime in at the comments at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7x7.com and let me know what you think about the votes and who you think will or won't survive. Now, we're going to address the Ghost Crew members because voters thought one of them is likely to die at the end of Season 3 of Rebels, and I'll tell you who that is after the break. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Rouser, you're listening to this podcast, maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story too. Luckily we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you gotta do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. Welcome back. All right, let's not beat about the bush, shall we? Of those four Ghost Crew members, the one that voters think will not survive the end of Season 3 is Kanan Jarrus. And he was the third vote-getter overall, and it wasn't even really close between third and fourth place. He got more than 20% of the vote, and in fourth place, Rex, he got less than 5% of the vote. So there was a big drop-off from third to fourth place. And, of course, fifth through tenth was you know even more significant. What's making people suggest this, it seems, is the whole mentor thing and the fact that the mentor often dies in Star Wars. You know, Qui-Gon Jinn dies, and Yoda dies, and Han Solo dies, and Obi-Wan Kenobi dies. All of these mentors die, and they die for significant effect. They need to die in order to give motivation to the next generation to mark the fact that that next generation has arrived at a point where they need to take up the mantle of whatever battle is being fought. And this may be the time, according to voters, that Kanan Jarrus needs to take his place among the fallen. This one, I think, is the one that I'm most conflicted about. On the one hand, I absolutely agree with the story logic perspective of things that it would make a lot of sense to remove Kanan from the picture now for Ezra's journey because this is really about Ezra and about his growth more than anything else, it seems like the series is. And so, yeah, I can definitely see Kanan being pulled and I can see the story group having the guts to do it. I mean, look at Rogue One. Look at how many characters they killed just in one movie. That was the only movie that they appeared in, you know? They built him up just to tear him down. But on the other hand, look at Darth Maul. You know, he should have been dead, like, how many times? It's ridiculous. There's no way he should be alive. And yet, and yet he is. And so 
There is also ample evidence that you could cite to say that Story Group will continue to maintain Kanan in this season. And the other thing to consider is that Dave Filoni seems to have an investment in Kanan, and I'm laying something on him, basically. I'm just interpreting remarks that he's made about Kanan and about how he has wanted to investigate, Dave Filoni has, the idea of a blind Jedi. He's wanted to explore that character idea for a while. In fact, it was talked about, I guess, much earlier in the development of Rebels. But now he's finally got a blind Jedi. And I don't think that Filoni is going to be so eager to let him go so quickly. I know that Filoni is not necessarily on day-to-day with Rebels. You know, he's stepped back and he's in more of an oversight role. And he's also developing other things too. But I don't see him getting rid of Kanan. And I don't see him working with the team that says that they're going to get rid of Kanan. I imagine that he is going to be with us through season four and possibly all the way through the end of the series. I think if I had to vote for a member of the Ghost Crew not surviving the end of the series, certainly, I think Zeb is probably your most likely candidate. I'm not saying that I want him to go. I'm saying that from a story perspective, I think he is the most expendable of all of them. You could lose Chopper as well, but we know Chopper is going to survive, so he can't be the one. So I think of all the people on the Ghost Crew, I think Zeb is probably the most expendable of them. But I would love to hear your thoughts on this subject, too. Just as with the non-Ghost Crew folks, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the Ghost Crew and who should survive, who will survive, all of that stuff. Share it at the comments at the blog post for the show's episode at SW7X7.com. Or hit me up on Facebook, that's SW7X7 there. Twitter is SW7X7 Podcast. Would love to hear from you. Share your thoughts there. And that is going to do it for today's podcast. Season 3B of Rebels kicks off tonight with Ghosts of Geonosis and the return of Saw Gerrera, and you'll be having a Rebels briefing in short order. So stay tuned for that, and thanks for listening to today's podcast, too. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you go blasting your way out of Moss Eisley, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans, become a patron of the show at patreon.com SW7X7. It's not an Imperial spy, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.